are possible. Do you believe that? We say it, but do you believe it? I mean, have you taken that to heart? Because we're going to kind of walk our way today through this plan because it's impossible. It's an impossible plan. But we're going to walk our way through this plan and see how with God all things are possible. So if you want to turn in your Bibles to Matthew chapter 19, we're just going to read the two verses, verses 25 and 26. They will be up here behind me. But it's Matthew 19, verses 25 and 26. When the disciples heard this, they were utterly astonished and asked, then who can be saved? Jesus looked at them and said, with, th- with man, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. So let's, uh, let's kind of dive in here in Matthew chapter 19. First, let's look at the context. In the context of chapter 19, what, what Jesus is doing is he's teaching his disciples. At the beginning of the chapter, he teaches them on divorce. Then, uh, then the people bring their children to him, and, and they, are, uh, they are blessed. Jesus blesses these children. And then the rich young ruler comes. And when the rich young ruler comes, he asks Jesus, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus asks him if he knows his commandments. And, and of course he did. So he, he, he says, yes, I, I know my commandments and I keep them. And so Jesus then says, sell all your possessions and give the money to the poor. So the rich man goes away upset. He doesn't like this. That's asking too much. So as we look at the, this, this chapter you think, wait, it's Christmas. We should be talking about Christmas. But what is this about? It's about salvation, and it's about possessions. Isn't that Christmas? <laughs> Isn't that what we make Christmas about? Possessions? So, so I think this, uh, this actually is Christmas, a, a Christmas story. And because Jesus says, it literally tells them, it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. Easier for, the, for a camel to go through the eye of a needle. Now, this is not an idiom. This, this, he's, Jesus is saying a camel through a sewing needle. So the, the, the disciples are astonished. <laughs> They're astonished because, first of all, that's impossible, right? And secondly, this is all, but, but we, we were talking about possessions, and, and, and we understand that the rich people are actually the blessed ones, right? I mean, in that culture, those that had wealth were seen as those blessed by God. So if the ones blessed by God couldn't make it to heaven, who could? So they're astonished. They're, they're trying to, to figure this out. And I, and I want you to notice that... that uh, that Jesus doesn't immediately tell them, oh no, you're fine. He doesn't. He goes on to talk about why this is. So what, is, what has God done that is impossible? What has he done that is the impossible? Well, we have seen with Isaac and Samson and, J- and Samuel and John the Baptist that God can do the improbable, right? He can do the improbable because all of these people... All of these were born to people that were well beyond childbearing years. 
So this is the improbable. But a virgin birth? Absolutely, biologically impossible. It's impossible. But with God, all things are possible. Then consider the prophecies about the coming Messiah. Now, I've just listed a few of them. Born to a virgin, Isaiah 7, 14. Fully God and fully man, Isaiah 9, 6. The descendant of David, Isaiah 9, 7. From the tribe of Judah, Genesis 49, 10. Born in Bethlehem, Micah 5, 2. Visited by wise men from the east who bring gold, frankincense, and myrrh, Isaiah 60, 1 through 6. There are so many prophecies fulfilled in this one birth. In fact, there are over 300 prophecies all fulfilled in the birth, life, death, and resurrection of Jesus. Impossible. But with God, all things are possible. So what he's, uh, I would add to this impossible list, salvation. He has brought us salvation. It would be impossible for us to have salvation apart from Christmas, apart from Christ. Impossible for us. Jesus even said it, with man, this is impossible. We can't work our way there. We can't, we can't reach high enough. We can't do enough good. It's not possible. Only with God. With God, all things are possible. God has given us salvation. Now, I, I said earlier, Jesus, Jesus doesn't tell the disciples, oh, no, you're fine. Because you gave up everything, so you're fine. It's just the rich. No, he's not saying that, that, that wealth, you, that you have to be poor to be saved. That's not the point. The point is, what are you trusting? The point is, there, heaven, as Jesus explains here, heaven is not an easy place to get into. It isn't an automatic. It is, in fact, by invitation only. By invitation only. And only through Christ. You, you must know Christ. That's, that's the way God set it up. Heaven is not an easy place to get into. And that's why Jesus doesn't say, oh no, you guys are fine, don't worry. He says, with God, all things are possible. Because he knows he's the invitation. Heaven is not an easy place to get into. Heaven is a, an invitation-only place, and Jesus is that invitation. That's why he says it the way he says it here. Now, as I mentioned earlier, in the culture of, that, of the day, they thought, well, the wealthy are the blessed. And we have a little bit of that in us still. We still can look around and think, wait, why do these evil people have so much and I have so little? It, it's the same process, really, that the disciples are going through in their head. If the rich can't make it, who can? Because they've already been blessed by God. So if they're not, if, if those that are blessed by God can't make it, who can make it? That's exactly what they ask. It's impossible except with God. Because with God, all things are possible. This, uh, I mentioned earlier that, that this is about possessions and about uh, salvation. Possessions have a way of possessing us. 
Money has a way of enslaving us to it. It has, this, it has a way of, of catching hold of us and making it to where we can't be free. Money and possessions tend to enslave us. But with God, all things are possible. You can be set free. You can be set free from anything that enslaves you. Possessions, money, addictions, whatever it may be. You can be set free. Because with God, all things are possible. The wickedest of ways can be changed. The hardest of hearts can be transformed in Jesus, our Christmas gift. Because with God, all things are possible. In fact, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. We're told that in Hebrews 10. We're also told that in Acts 2. Everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. With God, all things are possible. Now, Kevin mentioned in, in, the, in his opening that salvation is brought to us by the death of our Savior. Now, I have to ask you, would this be your plan? Would your plan be to have the Savior come and die? It wouldn't be mine. This is... This is God's plan, and it's an impossible plan, but it's God's plan that Jesus would come and die to defeat death. He would die and rise again. He defeated death by dying and rising to life again. As Paul said in, in Ephesians 4, he led captivity captive. He came and, and died and rose again. Now, again, impossible, isn't it? People who are dead don't rise again. With man, this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. All things. And I have to, I have to stop at, at sometimes and just consider, why would God step into human time and intervene on our behalf. What have we ever done for him? Are we really that cool? Actually, we're that sinful. We're that prideful. We turn our backs on God. That's who we are. Why would God even want to step in and, help, and save us? He did. He sent Jesus to do that impossible with man. Be, be honest. If you looked around the world today and you were in charge, I, I'll just say I, I would hit the delete button. Start over because these people are never going to hear. They're never going to listen. They're never going to obey. That, that just delete and start over. That's what I'd do. What would you do? Would you come and die in their place to save them? God did. God is able and willing to do anything and everything beyond all power we know. We only know the created world. So he is able to do everything beyond what we can think of. With God, all things are possible. So as we look at that at, at Christmas, we think everything about that very first Christmas 
was impossible. The plan to come as a man, impossible. Born to a virgin, impossible. Born in such humility that he was born to a, a girl probably about 14 years old in a stable, impossible. Born in Bethlehem. Now, we know Bethlehem. We sing it. We sing the songs. We, but Bethlehem at the time that Jesus was born was no place. It was a tiny little insignificant village. It was far from the, the seat of political power or religious power. It was a no place. But that's where he's born. Impossible. The first announcement is to the shepherds. We talked about the shepherds a little bit on Wednesday night. Why shepherds? These guys, this is the lowest of the low in, in Jewish society. These people were considered to be thieves. They were, they were not trusted. The announcement that the Messiah, the Christ, the Savior, who, was, who has been promised since Genesis 3, the first announcement of this, wouldn't you do that to political figures or, or religious figures? Wouldn't, wouldn't you be looking for, like, Billy Graham or somebody like that to tell? God tells a couple of guys that smell like sheep. Impossible. And we still, to this day, if you read that story in Luke chapter, Luke chapter 2, their names aren't given. We are 2,000 years out. We still don't know who those guys are. And yet they're the first to hear the story that the Savior has been born in Bethlehem. They were nobodies then. They're still nobodies to us. Yet they were the first. The plan to die in order to defeat death and the plan to rise again from the dead, both of which are impossible to fulfill over 300 prophecies in your birth, life, death, and resurrection, one person, impossible. But with God, all things are possible. All things. Everything about this plan is impossible. Everything. But that's exactly where God lives, is in the impossible. Are you in, a, in an impossible place in your life? That's where God lives. That's where you will find him when you seek him. Are you, uh, are, you, are you just stuck and don't know which way to turn? That's where God lives. Seek him and you will find him and you will know. Everything, all things are possible with God, even saving you and I. As big a job as that is, even saving you and I can be done because with God, all things are possible. I'm going to ask that you bow your heads for just a moment. The first question is the most important, and that is, do you know Christ as your Savior? Do you know this plan that God put together is for you? You can know him this morning. It's a simple prayer. You can simply say, God, I know that I have sin in my life. I am prideful. I have turned my back on you. 
I know I have done things wrong and said things wrong and thought things wrong. And I know the Bible calls that sin. But I trust that Jesus died on the cross to pay my price. That this plan of becoming a, uh, coming as a baby, living as a man, dying on a, on a criminal's cross, that was for me. So I ask you to forgive me because of what he's done. And I ask you to come into my life. May be born in me today. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, you need to let somebody know. Come and let me know. Elbow your neighbor and let them know. Maybe this morning you've been caught up with Christmas is about possessions. Will you take this time right here to refocus it on the gift of God, salvation? Father, we thank you for this, your word. We thank you, and, it, and, it, and it's beyond our, our thinking, Father, that with you all things are possible. And yet, we have seen it in our lives. We thank you for saving us. We thank you for that first Christmas. We thank you for the gift you've given us, salvation. As we go forward this week, in the week of Christmas, may we be focused on the gift of salvation. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.